Hey guys, it's Olivia, the host of For You From Eve. I'm so excited you decided to click on to this episode. This podcast was created to becoming a better version of our yesterday selves through the power of meditating, manifesting, and motivation. I upload episodes every single Monday, and I'm so excited to have you here. So let's go ahead and enjoy this week's episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. This is a very kind of impulsive episode, was not planning on recording this, but I was just procrastinating from doing my homework and I scrolling through TikTok and I got the inspiration to do an episode on seven things you can do right now to change your life because I know we all get in those moods where we we just want to change our whole life. We want to redo our room. We want to like go shopping at Home Goods and buy all this new decoration. We want to go get all these new school supplies and we make a plan and we make these goals on a vision board. And then I mean weekend we're like eh and we kind of give up on it and we kind of lose the excitement of a new room or or whatever it may be. So today I'm going to be giving you seven things you can do right now to change your life as well as how to stay consistent with it. So it's not just going to be what you can do, but how you can continue to do it. So I'm really excited to do this episode. Like I said, it was very impulsive, very out of nowhere. I made a really quick list of things I do when I want to feel better, get a little reset on my life, and kind of how I've remained consistent with it. So I don't want to make this a super long intro. Let's go ahead and get started. The first tip that I have for seven things you can do right now to change your life is to wake up earlier sleep earlier, just fix your whole sleeping pattern. You probably have heard this before and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, but you really got to listen to it and I'm going to tell you how. So some ways that I fall asleep earlier is I actually like to work out at night. So I'll do a little bit of a workout in the morning, but then I'll also do a workout at night. So I did start working out twice a day, but my workout in the morning is a lot more laid back. It's kind of like a really long, deep stretch. And then like... 10-15 minutes of abs. So it's not a crazy workout, but I like to do my cardio at night at the gym with a treadmill. You don't have to go to a gym. You could do it outside. You could do it on your own treadmill. You could do a completely different workout. But when I work out at night, it makes me so much more tired and has me fall asleep so much earlier because I'll do this workout. My body will get tired and then I'll take a really nice hot shower, do my skincare, and then I fall asleep so easily. So I really like going to the gym at around 5, 5.30 p.m., coming home, eating dinner, taking a shower, and then I get into bed with a cup of tea and I fall asleep super fast. So I know the difference of who and how I am when I wake up early versus when I don't wake up early. I just, there's so much that I can get done between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. And it's like when I sleep in, I hate the feeling of waking up and like your whole day and your whole morning is gone. I love the mornings and the daytime. So I really like to wake up early, get everything done that I need to get done in the morning, my meditations, my workout, my stretches, even just drinking my coffee with the sun out is everything to me. Like I crave that at night when it's nighttime. I'm like, I wish it was morning and I was drinking a cup of iced coffee right now. So you want to romanticize and appreciate your mornings. You want to really appreciate waking up early and having those extra hours in the morning. So waking up early will really change your life because you'll have so much more time to do things that you want to do. And yeah, so that's my first tip is to just wake up and sleep earlier. You're going to feel so much better and you're going to have so many, so much time to accomplish everything you want to accomplish. The second step that I have is cleaning your space selling your clothes, everything like that. This always makes me feel super good. Either you put up a few new decorations, but I love cleaning out my clothes. I honestly do this like 
probably way too often. Somehow, every time I do it, I have clothes to get rid of. Like I do it once a month and I still have clothes to get rid of at the end of it. And I'm like, how? Like, how do I still have clothes to get rid of? It's really crazy. But I love going through my closet, getting rid of everything. I have a donate pile, a selling pile, and a keeping pile. And I basically just go through and organize all of it. I color coordinate my hoodies and my denim and my tops. Um, You don't have to go that far. I personally like to color coordinate it. I redo all of my drawers. I refold everything, give everything a spot. And I do it with like my desk things too. Like even my books and everything in my desk, I like to reorganize. So I kind of just like to go through and reorganize everything, get rid of a bunch of clutter and selling your clothes on Depop or Curtsy or Poshmark or anything like that could be really helpful as well because you could make some money while also cleaning out your space. So I really love to clean out my space, light a candle afterwards, and there you go. That's a really good start to resetting. I love spring cleaning or like cleaning before a new semester of college or a new season. I know it's like super corny, but I just love to clean out my space and go into it with such a like clean and and free mindset and I just get so much more work done when my room I cannot go to sleep if my room is dirty and I cannot get work done if my room is dirty like right now I'm recording this podcast if my room was a mess I wouldn't be able to talk into the microphone I'd be like there's there's no way so that would be my second step is to just completely clean out your space sell your clothes and just have a fresh mind I'm telling you cleaning your space you're going to want to be in your space more especially now that we're home all the time and we're working from home and we're doing school from home it can be really overwhelming and for me personally I don't feel good if I wake up 10 minutes before class while I'm still in bed and I just open up my laptop and, and I'm on my bed and I'm in class that way I like to be at my desk I like to be present I like to have been waking up for a pretty long time so Having a clean space to do all my work is super, super motivating. The third step that I have is to journal and meditate. So this is something you should be doing every single day. Um, And like I said, I'll tell you guys how I kind of stayed consistent with it. But just doing this on the same day that you're waking up early and cleaning your clothes and everything like that, journaling and meditating has helped me transform so much. Now, pre-quarantine, I was kind of learning a little bit about the law of attraction and manifesting and meditating and journaling and all this stuff. And I was not really following through with it, even though I knew it would help me. I was too lazy to do it. And I just didn't take the time to do it, which is not good because I knew it could help me, but I just was not putting in the work. And now I'm at this stage where I can't go to sleep without meditating or or something. And for me, I'm a Christian. So meditation for me is, is a prayer. So I love to do a really long prayer now. I really like to start and end my day with the Bible or my devotional. And I love journaling. I write in my five-minute journal, which is more of a gratitude journal. You know, what are you thankful for? What would make today great? Things like that. Um, daily affirmations. I love doing daily affirmations. I have a vision board in my room. So in the morning when I'm doing my stretches, I love to just go through my manifestations while looking at my vision board and just saying it out loud. And I know it kind of sounds a little cheesy and a little bit like, and eh, that's kind of weird and awkward. And I'm telling you though, it really works and it really helps with your mind. You're going to start your day off with such a good note if you follow through with that. So I love to wake up in the morning, read a little bit of my Bible, and also just meditate and do my manifestation. So yeah, journal, meditating, just sitting with yourself, doing some self-reflection and really just letting go of your stress and everything really, really helps. And this is something that you should be doing every day. You should be excited to do every day. And it's going to take some time to kind of add it into your routine. But once you do, it's so worth it and really transforms your mindset 
I did an episode a few days ago with my friend Steph and we talked a lot about self-love and the journey to self-love and journaling and meditation is really such a big step to get there because you're really reflecting with yourself and creating a relationship with yourself. So the fourth tip that I have, this isn't something you have to do every single day, but it's to save your money and organize your finances. So um, this might not sound as like, oh, self-love journey, but it really does help just kind of putting your life together and will change your life over time. So if someone told me how expensive life was going to be, I would have started saving money since I was five years old. But unfortunately, we don't have that information or that concept in our mind until we're you know, in our late teen years or in our 20s. And I'm in my 20s right now, the beginning of my 20s. I'm 20 years old. So I'm kind of learning how important it is to save my money and organize my finances. And even though I wish I had started earlier, that just wasn't the case for me. Um, But just sitting down and organizing how much am I making versus how much am I spending? How much do I want to save up? Where do I want to travel when I graduate? For me, um, I really want to study abroad next year. So I have to organize my finances so I can afford that and I can save up to that and I can invest in that. So even just organizing your finances um, just one day out of the month, I think is really, really good and will definitely help you like keep your life together. So I think that's a really, really big thing that I'm still kind of learning, but I'm getting there. The fifth thing that I have is to make a plan and create goals. So when I say make a plan, I don't mean you have to have a five-year plan. We're young. We like to kind of just impulsively do things. We don't. Some of us don't really like to know what the next step is. We don't really like to know what we're going to be doing in a year from now or two years in the future might scare us. For me personally, I like to create goals for my future. And you don't have to be specific. You don't have to be like, at 23, I want this. And you know, sometimes that helps people. People like to be more guided and more strong. But other people like to kind of live more loose and kind of just, you know, go with the flow a little bit more, which both are completely fine. Everybody is different. But I think even when you have that personality of, oh, I want to just, you know, let go and live loose and just figure it out as I go, that's completely fine. You don't have to have a plan, but I think you should definitely make goals. So Goals for me, like for example, things that are on my vision board and just goals that I have in general, they could do with things with myself, like, you know, working out these many times a week and having clear skin and eating this way. Or it could be something like, I want to have my own apartment at this age, or I want to have a full time job by this age. I want to have this much saved up by this, you know, this age or whatever it is. So I think that having goals like that really do just remind you why you're working so hard. And this is why I love having a vision board is because I wake up in the morning, I look at the vision board and I see everything that I want to work hard for. I see the places I want to travel, the places I want to live, the person I want to be, the, you know, I see my For You From Eve logo on my vision board and I'm like, wow, I want to do something today to work towards that, to work towards my podcast, to work towards that dream. So every single day, when you see your vision board, you're reminding yourself, oh, this is why I'm waking up and working so hard. This is why I'm going to school. This is why I'm working this part-time job. It's so I can afford these things. And it's just a really good reminder. And that's a really good way to stay consistent with your goals and to continue to work with them. There's going to be days where you wake up and you don't want to do anything and you just want to scroll through TikTok and eat some food and watch a new TV series. Of course, there's going to be days like that. It's completely normal to have days like that, but you shouldn't make it a habit. You know, not every day has to be productive, but you shouldn't make it a habit to kind of let yourself just be lazy and tired for the day because that's obviously okay sometimes. But overall, it's it's not a good way to live your life. You want to be driven and motivated towards your goals. You want to have 
amazing reasons to live and to believe in yourself. So having goals, making a plan is what really works for me. And having a vision board is a really good way to stay consistent with it. Stick around people who make you feel good, who uplift you, who make you want to reach your goals, who believe in you and support you. And that'll really help as well. You don't want to be around people who, you know, don't really seem happy for you when you accomplish something or just don't really care because that's going to weigh down on you and make you feel bad. So number six is to create a routine. So a morning routine, a night routine. I think that this is so important. I might do a whole episode on routines, like morning and night routine um, with like another guest to kind of get the you know, perspective of two people because for me, I honestly believe morning and night routines are the most important thing ever. It's how you start and end your day. And I think that without a routine, I don't know what I would be doing because I take my morning and night routine very seriously. I take my morning routine a little bit more serious than my night routine, but I need to start my day off on a good foot. I I need to. So for example, when I say morning routines are so important to me, what do I do that makes it so important? I like to wake up you know, a few hours before I have to be somewhere or a few hours before I have to be at my desk doing school. The first thing that I have to do every single morning is drink water. I'm a big water drinker. I know there's a lot of people that don't like to drink water. I love water. I fill up like my hydro flask every night and that's kind of my water for the rest of the night and the morning. I will drink about half of it. I will take my vitamins. Then I will go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, rinse my face with cold water. I have to brush my teeth and rinse my face with cold water when I first wake up. I have to do it. Then I go downstairs and I've been trying to cut out coffee recently, like too much of it. So I will make an iced green tea. So I'll make green tea hot and just add ice and lemon to it. I love the taste of it. It tastes so good. Of course, I would prefer, you know, a really nice caramel coffee, but we can't always have that. So I would make a nice iced green tea and then I would go back upstairs and I would sit on this little chair I have in my room. I would make my bed so I wouldn't go back into it. And I would sit on the chair, drink my iced green tea, read my Bible, do my you know manifestations, my journaling and everything like that. Then I will roll out my yoga mat and I will do really long stretches. I sometimes like to put in headphones and listen to a type of morning meditation. I love the morning ritual. And I will put on, you know, a little five to 10 minute podcast episode, a morning podcast episode, and just do my stretches, maybe put on some like morning music, whatever I'm kind of in the mood for. And then I always like to end it off with a few ab workouts. And then I take a quick little body rinse, wash my face, wash my body, do my skincare, my hair care, get dressed for the day, and then go downstairs and have breakfast. So There are a lot of things in that morning routine that are super important to me, like meditating, stretching, praying, reading my Bible, you know, all these things that really just help me start my day off on a good, positive note. It's really hard for me to have a bad day when my morning is started off with very positive affirmations. So that's why I really recommend creating a structured morning routine, personalize it to yourself. Maybe you have to be awake at 5 a.m. for work. You know, you're going to have to, it's not realistic for you to really wake up at three or four o'clock in the morning. So maybe you need to kind of personalize your morning routine for yourself. You know, there's, you have to structure it to yourself. I think for a long time, I was always trying to make my morning routine someone else's morning routine and then I would hate it. You have to incorporate things in your morning routine that you are going to get excited for. What are you going to get excited for in the morning? Is it going to be your cup of coffee that you're looking forward to? Is it going to be reading your book for five to ten minutes? You know, it's 
you have to have something that you're excited to do in the morning. For example, I get super excited for my iced green tea and journaling. I love to sit on my chair with my iced green tea, journaling with the sun coming out. That's my favorite type thing in the morning and I look forward to it. Um, I also started not going on my phone in the morning for like the first half hour to hour. I don't go on my phone. I like to read and write in the morning instead. Huge game changer, by the way, huge game changer. So I highly recommend doing that as well. Um, but yeah, as for my night routine, I don't really have a specific one. I kind of go to the gym around 5.30. Once I'm done with all my schoolwork or work work during the day, I'll go to the gym, come home, eat my dinner, take a shower, skincare, hair care, get into my pajamas, go downstairs, make myself a nice hot cup of tea. I love to have dark chocolate, like vegan chocolate, normally made out of cacao. Um, the Hue, Hue is a really good brand. I have like two of those little baby squares with my hot tea and then I will do my, you know, my journaling and everything and then put on some TV and fall asleep to that. So I do like to end my night with some TV. I just prefer sleeping, falling asleep to that. But before that, I like to do some meditations um, and some journaling or reading my Bible, a Bible study, uh, whatever it may be. So my night routine isn't as structured, but my morning routine is very, very structured because, you know, sometimes at night you come home later, you go out instead. So my night routine isn't too strict, but my morning routine, I have to start my morning that way. So the last thing on my list, and I kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, was a vision board. And I kind of already explained a vision board. So I'm going to actually add something else to the list that I was thinking about as I was talking. And the last step is to surround yourself with people who support you. And I cannot stress this enough because I have definitely been in places where I just had not felt supported or loved or cared for really in a friendship or whatever it was. And it will it will get down on you as much as you think to yourself, oh, I'll, I'll never turn out like them. Oh, they don't have any influence on me. You know, it's going to get to you eventually. And like I said, I was with my friend Steph the other day. We were talking about this. We recorded an episode on it. Go check it out if you haven't. Um, but it's you really are the average of your – I think it's you're the average of your 10 closest friends, I believe. I don't know if it was 10 or like three, but you are the average of them. You know, If you're around people who are not motivated, driven people, you're going to start to become that way. And it's not selfish of you – or it is selfish of you, but it's not wrong to be selfish in this way – to kind of pull yourself away from these people and say they're not fitting that anymore and just working on yourself. They're not they're not doing anything positive for me right now. And this doesn't mean cut off every single person who doesn't have a 5-year plan and, and no, that's that's not what I'm saying because not everyone is going to make their goals and their plans the same way that you do. That's completely, you know, like that's fine. Not everyone's going to be that way. But I do think that you need to be around people that you feel supported by. You know, I've definitely not always felt supported in all of my friendships. And I've definitely felt that sometimes maybe people didn't support me in the way that I needed to be supported. And you kind of need to step back and just be like, why do I need that person's okay? Why do I need that person's like, like uh, positivity and support towards me? You don't. You should really only need your own. I think my point is you don't have to like aggressively cut someone off. You could just text someone and be like, hey, you make me feel this way, ABC, and I don't like feeling that way and I wish you could do this, this, and this. And either if they really love you and care about you, they're going to make those changes because they want to be a 
happy, positive person in your life. They don't want to be bringing you down. And if they don't care and they respond with, oh, you're dramatic, like you're this, that, then they don't need to be in your life. And I don't mean to come off harsh when I say that. You know, I I mean to come off in a nice way because I have experienced that. And I think, honestly, everyone has definitely experienced that where they feel like they've been treated the way they don't deserve it. And just kind of slowly backing away from these people and working on yourself, you will see changes. And surrounding yourself with people who are motivating and hardworking and have all these goals will make you feel like you have to do more. You know, there's been points where I've been around people who weren't, you know, really that hardworking or, or reaching towards their goals. And I thought to myself, oh, what I'm doing is like, I'm, I'm above and beyond. Like I'm really there. And then you get around people who are on your level or higher than you. Like I went to school in New York and all these people were also doing advertising events and networking. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so behind. And they made me want to work harder. Being around people who are smarter than me made me want to become smarter and work harder to get there. Um, you know, if I have a friend that's like super involved in their schoolwork and always working hard towards their schoolwork and everything, it's going to make me want to work harder. I'm not going to want to like you know, stay lazy. I'm going to want to work hard too because they're motivating me to do that. Um, And yeah, I guess my point is uh, there's a quote and I said it in my last podcast, but I'll say it again because it's honestly such a good quote. And it's, if you're the smartest in the room, find a new room. You want to be around people who are going to uplift you, who tell you that you need to be better every day. You know, you don't want people who are always going to tell you, oh no, you're fine. You're fine. Because At the end of the day, like if you're not trying to reach your highest potential and the people around you aren't trying to help you get there, you know, you don't want to waste your life. You don't want to waste your time. You want to reach your highest potential. Um, And being around people who are motivating and hardworking is really going to help that. So that was my last tip. So to go through them again, number one, wake up earlier. Number two, clean your space, sell your clothes. Number three, journal, meditate. Number four, save your money, organize your finances. Number five, make a plan, create goals for yourself, short-term, long-term. Number six, create a routine, a morning routine, a night routine. And number seven, surround yourself with people who support you, who uplift you, who make you want to become the best version of yourself. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I hope this motivated you. I hope you end this podcast and start cleaning your room and start creating some goals. You know, that's why I kind of created this episode and it honestly motivated me. I'm about to clean up my room, grind out all of my homework. I'm super, super excited to kind of just have this day to work on myself and I hope you guys are too. Thank you guys so much for listening and I've only released three episodes and you guys have given me such positive, amazing feedback. So I just want to say thank you to everyone who took the time to reach out to me and tell me that my words meant something to them, you know, just hearing from one person, just even if I just heard from one person that it meant something, that means everything to me because I do this for you guys and I do this, you know, to help you guys out and to just give you guys some comfort and some motivation. So thank you all for listening. I will see you in next Monday's episode. Bye.